0: This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, it's Halloween in Westview as we dig into episode six of WandaVision. Geek boner! We've got a new trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Disney Plus adds millions of subscribers last month. Pedro Pascal gets hired for an exciting new gig as Gina Carano gets fired from her existing gig. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, February 15th, 2021. This is Simon Rex, a.k.a. Dirt Nasty
1: Baby. You know, I like to listen to the Jock and Nerd podcast when I'm driving to work. Wait a minute, I don't have a job. So I like to listen to it when I'm driving to your mama's house. Ha <laughs> ha, you tired of boring podcast shows? These guys at Jock and the Nerd are the funniest, most entertaining nerds on earth. So check it out, baby dick.
2: Check. Check, one. All right. This is Roy fast out there.
0: That's right. What's up, listener? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we always give you comic book and superhero, TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Mm-hmm. Jock and Nerd. Uh, my name is Ivorad.
3: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the Jock.
3: He's the Nerd.
0: And joining us, the real villain of Wandavision. Uh, it's a recast Rug Boy. What's up, rugs? Hey. I'm now, being, <laughs> I'm now being played by uh, the
1: fucking Count from uh, Sesame yeah, Street. Yeah, Ruggs,
0: why do you sound the same, but you look like Gonzo? Or the Count from Sesame Street. I was going to say you look like Gonzo. I would say I smoke a lot of crack and all my teeth fell out. That's what happens when you recast. The, you can't recast the Ruck boy. I don't care what Kevin Feige I mean, wants to do. who would you cast me as if in real life? Like, who would play me in a movie? Oh, that dude from uh, Three Locos. Definitely. What's his name? <laughs> What, that? <laughs> the middle one. We have a soundbite. Andy him. Milonakis? Not Andy Milonakis. Riff Raff? Uh, not Riff Raff. Uh, Simon Rex. Simon Rex. We have a. He would play rugby. <laughs> we have a. We have a cameo opening there. I would so say like a young Dick.
1: Steve Buscemi, you
0: know? Oh, young Steve Buscemi.
3: I, I mean, the first person I thought of was Danny DeVito just because of the
1: size. Oh my
0: God! Oh shit! That oh and the, the ball just put some hair on there. Yeah. Danny yeah, DeVito.
3: That's pretty it's pretty on
1: brand. That's pretty
0: fucking <laughs> dead on right there. But,
3: but the voice he'd have to he'd have to alter his voice a little.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh it's uh <laughs> yeah. Listen, send in your picks, listener. How would you who would you cast
3: rugby Or someone we need to like we need to put. Ralph macho through like a sausage casing machine. Oh God! And then and then have when he whatever came out could be Rugboy. You saying
0: Rugboy looks like a squished face Ralph macho Whatever came out of that. Okay. Whatever. However that sausage is made, oh. that's, that's Rugboy. That sausage wow. doesn't age. It'll look wow. thirteen forever. Well, do I have to wear a hairpiece like he does? Or of course you do. <laughs> Of course, right. uh, but no more teeth. You can only have six. Yeah, Let's, six teeth is all you get. <laughs> send in your pics for <laughs> recasted rug boy. All right, enough of this bullshit. We have a lot of geeky things to talk about. Let's do it. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast.
3: Whose voice is that? I think we've asked this before. That's yours, right?
0: That is me. It's yeah. <laughs> me doing a really <laughs> bad British accent with a lot of compression and effects and echo and reverb and just being silly. You didn't know it was him? I, I knew. I had... I- was 65% sure oh, it was him. I haven't changed that clip in about six years. That's, that, been, that's still a good one. That's still all of this is from oh, shit. the very beginning, which is crazy. Uh, you guys, we have a, a trailer, a new trailer for a film by Zack Snyder called Zack Snyder's Justice League, directed by... Can you guess? Zack Snyder. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Zack Morris. Not Zack Morris. Directed oh. by Zack Snyder and... He is we he gave us a trailer before but this seems to be like a real full trailer showing a lot of shit and boy does this movie look different. Oh shit. Wow. It does uh it, it doesn't. It. it well look, let's just get into it. Anthony, uh mm. what did you think of what uh this uh Zack Snyder's Justice League is coming out 4 hour movie the bottom month? What would you think of this trailer here?
3: You know, I thought it was good. I uh he he can cut I don't know if he cuts the trailers, um, but he certainly supplies enough footage in a four-hour movie to make a trailer look good enough. And, yes, you know, the, I think the internet was going nuts about the end. Yes, just because I didn't know that that was a thing. By the way, that we live in a society, I, I had no idea that was uh, a yeah, big I, thing on the internet. I've
1: heard that before, but like I didn't
3: really know what that means either. Yeah, I didn't catch that. But that being said. It ended up with a closing shot of Joker and Batman in the nightmare oh, scene, yes. which, which is, you know, an intriguing little uh, tag at the end to make you go, oh, like, I, I this is definitely a movie that hasn't, the last Justice League did not have that. This That's something I want to see. Yes, right. that
0: is new footage. I mean, okay, starting there, he has no tattoos. Uh, this is obviously, he's got like a weird accent also. It sounded uh, he says the line, you know, we live in a society where honor is a distant memory. Isn't that right? Batman. And looks over and you notice this is clearly the nightmare scene. He's wearing a SWAT jacket. He's got a machine gun. It looks like they're fucking teaming up here. Oh shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt, I, there was a rumor
1: going around that this is, this, uh, Joker was, is actually Jason Todd.
0: Oh, this is not even, but it's, oh, but this Jared Leto that, 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 I don't know.
3: <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see, I mean, if you're going to go full on, you know, it's a four hour fucking movie, as I mentioned earlier, so you can do a shit ton of things. I mean, it'd be interesting to see that the world was so fucked up that Joker was on Batman's side. They were uneasy That had an uneasy alliance for a bit.
0: Well, especially in this nightmare scene where they have to all team together for to fight a greater evil, obviously, fucking Darkseid and all these parademons. Uh, Rugs, did this give you geek boner? geek boner, boner for this four hour epic thing that's coming?
1: My favorite thing that happened in this trailer is that they fucking got off that Hallelujah song for crying out loud. Yes, I'll agree. I was so sick of hearing that shit after Watchmen.
0: Enough with that pretentious fucking Hallelujah song.
1: I mean, yeah. Like, first of all, it's not even the best version of Hallelujah. That's Jeff Buckley's version by far. And then he used it in Watchmen. And then he used it in this trailer like four times. And I was just like, all right, enough with the fucking Hallelujah and so now we kind of get to hear something else. I don't know if this is um, if it's a temp score or if it's yeah, the yeah. I don't know score. what we're listening to in here, but it was, was at least all right. it was yeah, it was different at yeah. least. Yeah. And um, so that was a big win for me. Yes, uh, Steppenwolf looks more badass, way and bigger. Better.
0: Oh my god, he looks
1: way better. I mean, yeah, we all ripped on the pointy, uh, overdone Michael Bay looking shit that he that that is his armor, which it still is, but it does look better. But it is more intimidating. At least it just seems more like, like you know, like oh shit, like this guy's a badass. Um, we saw bat tank. Yeah, bat tank was kind of dope to see that giant fucking tank. Uh, the movie's color grading looks better. Like, of course, Zack Snyder knows how to make the color grading work in his
0: favor. It's so only he- three colors though in this fucking trailer. It's black, white, and like orange, gold. Yeah, but it looks better than that weird reddish red. shit. Yeah, the sky it, the sky's not red. It's back to being, like, normal sky. Well, it's
3: worth if there If anyone was playing the drinking game, they'd be drunk already.
0: Oh, drink? Well, you gotta <laughs> call me out on it. God damn it. <laughs> what did he do? Russ. What,
1: he stopped? Uh, he interrupted me? Oh,
3: ah. like seven times already. But keep uh, going. What?
1: <laughs> I think that's it. I think uh,
3: <laughs>
0: I've lost my
1: train of thought and won't be coming back
0: anytime soon. <laughs> Look, Henry Cavill's upper lip looks great. I'm I'm happy with that. Oh, that's huge! <laughs>
3: it was, like, it's a natural. That was lip. one of
1: the main things that that made me hate that movie was yeah. like how bad the CG was on that mustache. Shame. Yes. And I was like, it's
3: unforgivable. So, are you ready for what this movie is? What the what the plot is?
0: What is it? What can we make about what it is? Then we know what it's about. It's the same well, yeah. fucking plot,
3: right? It's just so yeah the. the the, the what's his name Dark Side, Dark Side. and and, and uh, what's the fucking guy's Steppenwolf? name Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Yeah. There you go. Steppenwolf takes over. They try to resurrect Superman. It goes badly because Superman uh, Lois gets killed. They go into the nightmare future. Okay, where Superman is a bad guy, right? And he's basically serving Dark Side, right? And it's so bad that Flash has to figure out how to go back in time to talk to Batman like we saw on BVS to tell him that Lois Lane was the key. So then they replay that sequence and he saves Lois Lane and then they have a shot at beating Darkseid. And
0: they all get together. So then the four hours will largely be like backstory of Cyborg and filling in these well, other I, I don't know. What,
3: what, I mean, you, we saw BVS and that was a long movie and yeah. had tons of different things that didn't make any sense when you connected them all together. So... Yeah, I mean, Zack Snyder at four hours. Good luck.
0: Wow. Uh, <laughs> but I think his resurrection is going to be different. So also all that yeah. Henry Cavill footage is from the original shooting. Henry Cavill did not do any reshoots. So that's all that black st- footage is from his original intention. And I mean, it, it, it's I know it's a trailer, but it already looks better than the fucking movie. And it's kind of... It sucks that we had to sit through that first cobbled movie because executives needed their bonus and they had to push it out on the date they needed to get it out. Uh, it's, you know, the, I just wish we could erase that from our memory well, and go into this. You want
1: to know something? It's like, look, we've been softened up for years now. All right. So BVS came out and it fucking hit us in the balls. We were like, oh my God, this is fucking terrible. We can't deal with it. Then. This fucking milk toast Justice League comes Ugh. out that Whedon did, uh, you know, with like all the forced humor and the fucking kind of like it was just milk toast. It wasn't anything good either. The weird lip, and so now we're like ready. We're accepting anything now at this point. We're like ready to accept the most ridiculous, stupid vision right? that that Zack Snyder has. We've been softened up to the point where like, all right, just give us something that at least redeems this fucking milk toast movie that we that we had. So if it doesn't then fuck Zack Snyder forever. That well that's <laughs> like the thing. fuck him forever. I, and a lot of people are already at that point. There's people that are like fuck Zack Snyder forever. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much already <laughs> there. I'm not because <laughs> oh, I like I liked his Dawn of the Dead movie yeah. and I like 300. And uh I mean his other movies suck but like you know whatever. Like let's see what happens,
3: you know. My my only well I have many issues with Zack Snyder but again do we really need, like Zack come on bro do you need do you need this movie need to be four hours this is longer than like seven samurai i mean come on man this is this guy you give this guy any sort of leash and he fucking takes all
0: of i mean it. didn't he have like a five movie plan or a two a four movie plan well, to begin I don't with no
3: he had there was a, it was supposed to be two different movies right. but they weren't filming both movies at the same time when this movie started filming so yeah. for him to come out with a four hour cut I don't know, I just feel like it's another it's it's just Zach being Zach and just being so full of himself that he just can throw a full arm movie out there. Not to
1: just defend assholes all the time, but like <laughs> it just I feel like it's in me so I have to do it. <laughs> but like like I don't think he would go this route if it was going into theaters only. I think yeah, I, yeah. I think this is just a product of the fact that he's doing it on uh, a streaming service where people can pause it and fucking yeah. go back to it later. And so he is kind of like letting the extravagance of himself and kind of overindulging himself uh, oh, absolutely. in this. And I think that was part of the deal. He's like, well, if I'm going to do something for this fucking cable thing, I'm going to do something no one's ever fucking had the balls to do or no one has the fucking uh, I guess narcissism to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so he's, that's what he's doing. <laughs> do we so. do we trust him with four hours? No! <laughs> 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 oh, Listen, shit. what are we going to talk about? Anthony, we have going to have shitloads of things to talk about. We, we right? will have a lot. like. Oh, right? god. Awesome.
0: Four hours of he fired the dude that usually is like. Uh, can you trim this by 20 minutes? There? No, that <laughs> dude's out. You're fired. We don't need you. You can't tell me to cut everything. In fact, he said that if the movie plays in theaters, it will have a 10-minute intermission. But uh, I don't know if this thing's ever going to make mean, it to the theater. I don't
3: think I can. I can't hold my piss for hours <laughs>
0: but, like well, that. Well, you only have to do it for two hours, and then there's a 10-minute intermission. Right. And then, yeah, come back. Uh, I love seeing, you see, Dark Side, Desada, and fucking Granny Goodness. Oh, shit. <laughs> did, you know did you see that in the background? I first? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, wait, and is that on apocalypse are we going to be on apocalypse uh dark side looks good uh i love the line from alfred where he's like if you can't bring down the charging bull don't wave the red cape at it why is this trailer in four three is a good question mike tukowski brought up on the facebook group and i was like no why 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 isn't it uh, i thought he was shooting this wide. wait why is it not widescreen isn't this the way that they shoot imax
3: yeah it's the imax
0: oh imax watching- is
1: square yeah, but yeah. we're watching IMAX Shrunk down. <laughs> on Jesus. a TV
0: screen. On a small a TV screen. Uh, so now I have to fire up my old
1: CRT <laughs> to watch this properly.
0: And then we also know Martian Manhunter is going to be in this movie. Oh, nope. shit. And Boss Logic put out a tweet saying he's working with them to make posters which is fucking, that's fucking awesome, right? Great for boss logic. But in this one poster, you see Martian Manhunter and you see fucking Green Lantern. Oh, shit. Uh, in the background, uh completing, <laughs> how many people is that? That's like the full seven. That's even more than seven. I think that's eight if you add one more. Yeah, you yeah,
3: more. <laughs> the yeah. promos for uniting the seven don't make much <laughs> no, sense No,
0: unite the eight. Uh This is, of course, coming out March 18th on HBO Max, the same weekend as Falcon and Winter Soldier premiere. It's going to be lots of stuff. To watch that weekend,
3: yeah, we live in a society.
0: We live in a society. Oh, I was going to explain what that is. That actually comes from Seinfeld. Oh shit! There's an episode of Seinfeld where there, it's the one where they're in the Chinese food restaurant, and George needs to use the telephone, and this lady just comes in and takes it, and he's and he goes, "We live in a society," and he's really bad, and then that I- took on a meme status. People,
3: How does that get associated with Joker? So
0: though? then as time passed, the meme became a way of pointing out something that's been seen as being more popular than another similar thing. And they started with like Zack Snyder's Justice League versus Joss Whedon's Justice League. Uh, and then it was somehow, it ended up people used the Joker. Uh, they paired with images of the Joker and this we live in a society. Well,
3: I, I did a little research and I found that yeah. the joaquin phoenix joker there was a petition with like fifty five thousand signatures or something like that where they wanted him to say it in that movie oh he
0: does he, he, does he say we live in a no, society he he,
3: no i don't think he does no. i think this is the first time it, it, that's why the internet was going nuts i
1: thought he said it on the talk show we live in a society where where people who are mentally ill get mm. stepped on. Did, Did he, he say, say it says, in the talk I show? I don't, I don't know
0: remember. Let I me mean, look it up. Hold I on. I thought that's why That's I'm, I'm with you, Anthony. I thought this was a big deal because Joker finally said it. Uh, and
3: then Jared Leto tweeted it. We live in a society do you, with the trailer.
0: Do you, is this, it's hard to tell, but do you think this Joker is going to be any better? Can he redeem his Joker? Worst Joker ever?
3: I had. I have a better question. Yes. Uh, what was a worst casting? Yeah. Him as Joker yes. or Jesse Eisenberg as Lex, oh, Lex Luthor? Oh,
0: that's a good question. Oh, shit! <laughs> shit! I don't know because Eisenberg also just rubs me the. Oh, way. maybe
1: he doesn't say we live that's in a society, but we live in a world. He the says. bell has
3: been rung. I feel like Leto was a little too unhint. Like they, the damaged across the the forehead right. and all that. Like that was a little too much. Yeah. But I think Leto could put in a good Joker. Yes. I think Jesse Eisenberg and Lex Luthor is just it's never just going to be wrong.
0: A match. It's a wrong match. Yeah. And yeah, let it, that wasn't his fault that he, they made him put all those fucking gold teeth and tattoos on like that. Maybe it was his fault.
1: <laughs> Maybe that wasn't <laughs> his idea. Been. Like, how do you know it wasn't his fault?
0: Like, He's you also know. come out and said like, look, I did not mail a dead rat to Margot Robbie when we were making this movie." <laughs> He's like, what's well, said all these weird things? Also, as this movie gets out, uh, listener, you guys, be prepared for dozens of articles that start with Zack Snyder Explains. Ah. You can be sure. It's going to be full of articles of him explaining the four hours of this movie that don't make sense.
3: Someone on someone in our group was like, I love that he consistently has to come out and
0: explain anything yeah. that's going on in his trailer and yeah, his that's, movies. That's just the trailer. What happens when the movie comes out? He's he's such a tool. Well, you get, and you get to see Iris West, so we'll get Flash and Iris West and his dad and all the Amazons look fucking. It just looks more finished, and a little more polished. It, it'll be a great
3: collection of the moments. Boy. And uh, I have no trust in the man actually stitching together these moments into a story story. that makes any any sense or is even all that uh, non self-congratulatory.
0: But I am going in with kind of a low bar because a low bar, if you're talking about the first movie, has been set a low bar. This whole thing has been set. So I think I'll be able to enjoy it. I'm just like, I'm just going to say, fuck it. This is crazy. One off Zack Snyder, wacky shit. Let's enjoy this.
3: Do you think you'll enjoy it for about two hours and then you'll go, holy fuck, fuck there's another two hours
1: <laughs> oh, Why probably? is
0: every scene in slow motion? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Uh,
1: I got the exact quote from Arthur Fleck.
0: Oh, okay. Which what is, did he say?
1: Which is uh, Murray Franklin says, I think we're done here. Thank you. And then he says, um, a mentally ill loner with a society that abandons him uh, and treats him like, so." he doesn't say we live in a society, okay, but well, we live yes. in a
0: society. Yes, so
1: he doesn't, he says society. He Damn doesn't
0: it. say we live in society. But he did say, kind of almost say it. He That's something like it. I would say, like my old man self is shaking my fist at the We live in a society, damn it. Take take <laughs> it in line. I don't know. <laughs> Listener, this is an interactive show. You can join the conversation. You can email us, show at com or join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd. It's closed exclusive just for you. And uh we're all in there. You can chat with us and chat with all our listeners and We'll read your post. You get your name on the show. You know, if you write into Joe Rogan, he's not writing back. He's not going to say your name. (laughs) You can bet. You can. Lame. That guy. He's never got. But here, we will say all your names and, uh, they. We'll
3: make like Destiny's Child. Oh, wait. What? They they say their
0: own name. Say my name. Say my name. Never mind. And, uh, yes. (laughs) But there'll be spoiler threads for every episode of WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. And all these geeky movies, so you can come in and geek out at our jock and nerd group. Uh, Captain Marvel 2. Let's move on to some MCU news. Captain Marvel 2 has cast uh, their lead villain. We don't know who the villain is, but the, the cast is Zoe Ashton. Uh, right. I do not know who, this person. She is best known for uh, something called Fresh Meat. She was in a movie on Netflix called Velvet Buzzsaw with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I believe. Hmm. Uh, she was in Greta. She's done TV miniseries. She's been working for a while. But this could be – And I don't know who – I don't know any uh, villains, but they're uh, – the guest from comicbookmovie.com is the Scroll Queen Varanki, Oh. a key player in Secret Invasion. Geek boner. That's the speculation of who she she's is. She's the for. Skrull Queen. Skrull Queen, not the Skull Queen. The so she's Skrull... gonna be out in makeup and stuff. So, yeah, probably.
3: Varraki, yeah. yeah, that's a. I mean, that, that's a big character within the the DC or not the DC? Wow, Marvel <laughs> Universe.
0: Skrull Queen, yes, that's a big one. And if they're doing Secret Invasion, that could tie in. And I kind of like that. She's you know she's not a complete unknown, but she's kind of up and comer, new like. Remember Tom Hiddleston? Nobody knew who the fuck he was, and he gets to play an amazing villain now, and he is a household name. I feel like all these people, Iman Vellani is going to be a household name, this girl, anybody who's in these movies. Uh, so they're getting ready for Captain Marvel 2. Hopefully it's better than the first one. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you can only go up from there. They get all the exposition. My set up. name is Carol. <laughs> Call me Carol. And of course, like the MCU is in a way different place than it was when they were making that movie, so... And who knows where Carol Danvers will show up between now and then? But only place to go up, Anthony. Good point. Uh, Speaking of uh, Marvel and Disney, Disney Plus just announced that they have reached 95 million customers. Holy shit! Holy shit! Worldwide, as of January second, 2021, they—that's eight million. In more than 8 million in just one month from the last time we checked in with the numbers, which is 86.8 million in December. They had a projection of uh, getting 90 million in four years. Wow. Uh, they did it in a little over a year. So okay.
1: WandaVision was the thing that kind of popped them over, I, I think guess.
0: WandaVision. Looks, yeah, WandaVision, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Do you think WandaVision is moving more subs than Mandalorian? It's.
3: Oh, well, I don't know.
1: No, I think it's just a combination of yeah. them both. Yeah.
3: I also think. COVID, you yes. know, there's just nothing to do. So people are just in front of their TVs and like throwing, getting an ad and subscriptions. I mean, you're not spending your money on anything else. Now,
0: and the bundles help with Hulu and ESPN to get different yep. uh, brackets in your household. Uh, analysts, the digital TV research shared this prediction. Uh, they're saying that Disney plus will exceed Netflix subscribers by 2026. Oh shit. Right. It projects the number of subscribers to Disney plus will reach 294 million in 2026 exceeding the 286 million that it estimates Netflix will reach then so very quickly we may see Disney catch up and pass Netflix that's fucking crazy
3: yeah we'll see i mean it's a it's a projection yes. so we'll have to At see how the next rate, there's a lot can change in 5 years
0: sure if you're oh. counting this pace i mean 8 over 8 million in a month is you can't is that sustainable that's not going to happen every fucking year obviously every month um, that also says this article that Disney Plus will have more subscribers than Netflix in one country, India. 98 million Disney Plus, and that's where your hot star comes in, versus there's only 13 million on Netflix. And there's tons of Indian fucking Bollywood shit on Netflix. You know who else is big in India? Who is that, David Hasselhoff? No, no? us. Oh, we are also big in India. Hello, India, if you're listening on Ghana, uh, the podcast platform. Uh, apparently there's a lot of people listening to us there. Uh, New Delhi. Really? New Delhi. Old. Yes. There. Oh yeah.
3: We're the, we're, it's big.
0: There is a, (laughs) it's a podcast network called Ghana G A A N A, which means in Urdu, it just means song. Ghana means song, but it's a legit website. I checked it out. There's podcasts. There's I, you know what I think happened because in Apple podcasts, if you are an explicit rated show, they, you are uh banned. you're blocked from India. Oh, shit. Yes. If your podcast is marked explicit, you can't get in India. So I think the Indian people love American stuff, and they found a way to find uncensored, you know, ex- more explicit things that are blocked in Apple on this guy. You want to hear the word dick every once in a while. want to hear dick and shit and fuck? This is where you come, India. India, we have all the swear words for you. My people. Pakistan, try to catch up. I'm a little disappointed in our Pakistani listenership uh so (laughs) let's see if it so disney plus dude they're ruling the world but at the same time they've also reported a 2.6 billion dollar loss in their theme park revenue Oh, Uh, so is it a wash is it balancing out i don't think they're making they're making money with the disney plus but you're also spending a lot of money with the disney plus
3: yeah no i mean it's uh i mean they're probably not overall happy that's why the with the with the company as far as um money but they 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 wanted to make a huge shift towards digital so i think overall with that i think they're happy that the the digital side is booming for them but it, there's no way i mean the the theme park it's impossible hey, that's there's huge no, that's huge there's nothing there's nothing that they can really do yeah. that they're at the the mercy of of uh, public health
1: but well, we heard some things that uh, uh i think fauci got on the thing saying it's looking good that, uh, that? That, that the vaccination stuff is starting oh, yeah, to affect yeah. the, the, the uh the amount of people infected and hospitalizations that were major. So I think that uh hopefully
0: maybe they can get back in hopefully this summer. Well can I tell you something about these vaccines here? I got I got a little experience. My mom, she's in her seventies. She I, we signed her up with the Cook County. Uh, Everything went through. They're like, we're in phase B and your mom's eligible. Here's her number. Here's a bunch of places to schedule your vaccine. And it gets you with a page. And currently, it is like trying to buy tickets on Ticketmaster for a fucking Pearl Jam concert. (laughs) There's no dates available. You have to keep going back to the website. You have to go to the CVS website, the Walgreens website. You got to create accounts for all of these. You have to come back and constantly be refreshing and checking to see if anything's open and there's fucking nothing open. This is the most frustrating bullshit ever. I don't know how well, this is
3: going to work because the supply outweighs the demand. And right? yes, you just have to wait or you just fucking have to get, and get on there at the right time.
0: And it's like, she's eligible. She's in that age group. They're doing it. I can't get it. Right. If they
3: don't have vaccine, what are they going to do?
0: I know. I'm just saying <laughs> it reminded me of like, have, and I literally, I have them up on different devices, refreshing. It reminded yeah. me of like trying to buy tickets for the big concert where you're like, oh, shit, that's five minutes. Here we go. Everybody log in. Try to get a seat. It's a little bit like that. That's all I'm saying. It's a little bit like that right now. Yeah, they
1: got to get everyone else vaxxed, but they got a lot of people so far like that. You know, not a lot. I mean, but.
0: Uh, anything helps
3: basically so every every little that's true. every little jab is
0: helping so. that's true uh the, also fiji said on an investor call on i think it was last thursday they're still committed to black widow theatrical release of course uh, we'll see if that changes i don't know what do you think's going to happen yeah. i think contractually like Scarlett Johansson needs this movie to come out in the theater in their contract obviously right probably
3: well i think then i think disney in general is just they've felt uh, like a kind of a loyalty towards the theaters they don't want to necessarily give yeah, up yeah. on theaters so anything they they can do to, to push theaters are going to do but i think they're going to come to a point where they're going to need to make a decision they've even said that they said that they'll, they'll monitor the landscape and decide what's best because they can't keep pushing things back because everything's now kind of on a schedule with the tv shows too
0: i why don't they just do the keep the theatrical release and then add the Disney Plus premiere access. The theaters aren't gonna like that, but they agreed to that for Mulan and then they're doing the same thing with this Raya, the last dragon, which looks kinda dope. Actually, I watched that trailer. Hmm. Uh it looks kinda cool. So that is gonna be a premiere access. Uh we'll see. We'll see it's getting closer. Time is squeezing. It's May right? Yes. And three months yeah. so and the we'll see. beginning of May. So beginning of yeah. May. We'll see. Uh here's some uh, some more casting some more hirings Everyone's favorite Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal, will be playing the lead Joel in the HBO Last of Us video game adaption. Oh, Is gee. he wearing a mask in this? No, that's probably why he <laughs> took this role. He's like, fuck that show. I, I don't want to be wearing this fucking helmet all day. Uh That's pretty good. And uh playing the role of Ellie, the girl in Last of Us, Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones, little Liana Mormont. She was Leanna Moore. Oh, wow. She's a fucking badass. Remember her? Oh, yeah. Shit. She
3: was a little firecracker yeah, in there. In the
0: last season, she's the one who's like, uh, Jon Snow should be king of the north. And she's like, I'm like behind him, those, Right?
3: I like both those castings for sure. Solid. I think they'll be. Are we going to get a really good video game adaptation
0: here? Well, TV show. Have we had a good TV show video game? You know, the movies have been not good. Yeah, I guess TV show might be the way to TV do it. TV would make more sense. I'm trying to I think. I mean, this game is
1: the one to do. Yeah. It's got the best narrative, yeah. But I mean, it's a little bit like we stuff we've seen in Walking Dead.
3: Yeah, that's the only thing.
1: So I feel like, all right. I mean, whatever. I mean, like, I'm up for it if it's good.
0: You got clickers and bloaters and you know the same kind of undead, but it's there's a virus. Well, it's it, more
1: like a sci-fi. Yeah, not really zombies, but like mutants and shit.
3: Yeah, and it is sci-fi, and then also horror. the um, yeah, the horror. And the and the like the way the people act, I guess in that way it's kind of like Walking yeah. Dead, how brutal the people are. Yeah, I mean, I, that game is fucking. That first game that, that I only played the first one it is so fun.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm waiting to see how this
3: all turns out. I think
1: no, there. I mean, like The Witcher is like a video game TV show.
0: Oh yeah, that one was. And confusing. I really liked it. I, I don't know it was all right. It was a little confusing. <laughs> a
1: little much, was, but there was boobies it was, in it. it. It just took a long time to. Just like WandaVision, it took like two or three episodes to kind of be like, okay, this is what this is going. What's going on here?
0: This is HBO, uh, HBO money, HBO production, you know, standards, level of quality. So I have faith in it. And like you said, it's a fucking amazing cinematic journey and a great cast. Pedro Pascal just having a fucking great year uh, when everything else is shit for everybody else. This man is everywhere. Listener, if you want to put us on your chest and face, uh, visit our shop, our T-Public shop, com slash shop. You can buy a t-shirt, a mask. Stickers, a notebook, a, a laptop case. There's tumblers, mugs with our old logo, with our new Still logo. Still no condoms,
3: but you we're know, working
1: no on it. No
0: condoms yet. There's a, an issue. <laughs> which
3: which which face would you want on the head of the condom? Well, Demrons. Yes. Yeah. I win. <laughs> you wouldn't
0: be able to see the face. It's <laughs> Not just, funny. Just right. <laughs> yeah, it would be all white. The condom would have to be dark colored so that you could see me. You can't have a flesh colored see through condom. You And then you throw it on. And you'd be like, did I already ejaculate? You know what? I already <laughs> look like – the condom already looks like me. You don't really it's have hard, to do much. You throw it on like, is this thing full already? What's going on? Once you fill it, then it looks exactly like me. I look like a full condom. That's what I said, listener. <laughs> you heard it right. If you want to uh, have a full condom on your face, visit jockender.com slash shop. I don't know what that means. All right. We got some hirings. We got to talk about the hiring? big hiring In terms of uh, Pedro Pascal and uh, Bella Ramsey got hired, we have some firings. There's a a big, big firing this week. I'm just going to read this from Deadline. Uh, It says, in the wake of Gina Carano's controversial social media posts, Lucasfilm has released a statement Wednesday night with a spokesperson saying Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm, and there are no plans for her to be in the future. Uh, nevertheless, her social media posts denigrating people based on their cultural and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. After that, her uh, I believe her representation dropped her, and a lot of other things dropped her, and they're not making the the toy, the figure that was supposed to come out that looks like Cara Dude. That's also canceled. <laughs> and this this statement and this article by Deadline makes it seem like this one tweet. Uh, they just fired her for this one tweet. When there's been a history of this, Gina Crono has been a, uh, a a PR nightmare for Disney ever since the summer. And I'm kind of surprised that it, you know they 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 didn't do this earlier. Let's not forget, a couple was it a couple years ago where they fired James Gunn for ten year old mm-hmm. tweets, and there was no this discussion. Is different. This that, is way that different. Was different. That. And that was dumb. And he got rehired but there was no discussion. Do you guys know the timeline of things really with her and w- how it's ended up here? I don't know the exact timeline. But I, I follow mean, I, I Gina Carano on Twitter. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh. when, when I've heard that she was going to be on the show, actually before that, even before that, when she was like starting in Deadpool and stuff, okay. I started following her. That's right. So, uh, you know, cause I figured she'd land in one of these Marvel things, right? Yeah. Or DC or whatever. So I was, I, I follow her on Twitter and, um, I could tell that things were kind of going off the rails here and there when she was kind of like, uh, she got this role as Cara Dune, and then there was this huge upswell of, like, people, like, loving her. Yeah. And you could tell that the minute that she wasn't like what, her, that she wasn't what they wanted her to be, ah. they started to turn on her. And then all of a sudden she started to dig in her heels and start fighting back these people. And then yeah. her post got more and more egregious. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, yeah. I think their, their whole, their whole thing was to see how they could basically get her to post something dumb enough to get fired. And they did.
0: Yeah. They were, they were just <laughs> looking for a reason. So the story from what I understand real quick, it, the, the, she, you know, during the pandemic, she had tweeted some anti-mask things. Disney was like, Hey, you got to knock this off. Then she tweets anti-vaccination things. Disney's like, okay, look, we told you once. You got to knock this off. Then she has a whole thing uh, with transgender people where it, it, she might have been making fun of them.
3: She uh, she was like, uh, my pronouns are beep, boop, bop right. or something. And something. then she something was like, like
0: that. no, that I meant R2-D2. But then she was like, no, I meant transgender people. Then Disney was like. Look, we don't need this kind of heat. You got to knock this shit off. They didn't fire her. And I believe she said, I'm going to promise to to be better, to not do this. And then she fucking does it again, where the last tweet is she's comparing uh, the persecution of conservatives to the persecution of Jews uh, from the Nazis. In World War II, which was a, a genocide slaughter. I don't think it was the persecution. I think that's
1: also been twisted. Yeah. I think that she's like, well, this is how crazy shit happens is people, they get you to hate your neighbor. Right. And, you know, they get you to just start hating your neighbor. And then all, all of a sudden stuff like the the Holocaust could happen when basically no, no matter what you do, people hate you. And so I think that was what she was trying to say. But, you know, she's an idiot. So yes. it, it, she made a she made a dumb like analogy that didn't work it's a little offensive. And yes. you have to, like, be able to see through the air the, the, the you know, the, the nuance of what she was trying to say to get it. And uh, you can paint it any way you want. And it works as, you know, a way to kind of be like, oh, we could totally conflate this as being anti-Semitic. And it and it, it worked. They just need a reason. But, but they gave her three chances. Right. Yeah, she she absolutely deserves to be. She's a PR nightmare. She does not need to be doing this. If she wants to keep her job on a show like a Disney show. Um, she shouldn't be expressing controversial bullshit that's going to kind of fall back on her. All right. that yeah. That's just dumb. Like, she's an idiot. She should totally just like the president of the United States shouldn't be tweeting stupid shit like all the time. Like, Like you know, it's just you. You have a certain job that requires your, your, you know, public image, and you can't just post whatever you want or post things that are that are inciting people to get like offended or giving people ammo against you. You don't want to do that. You can
0: post whatever you want, but then they can also they're free to fire your ass. Absolutely, that's a consequence.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's. I've heard this argument about freedom of speech is dying. Come on, you, you, She's not getting sued for this legally. She's not. She's not going to jail for this. She lost her job. She represents a public company. Anyone that, everyone, anyone that works for anybody. If you don't, work, if you're not in business for yourself, if you work for someone where you have, uh, you're kind of the face of the company, and you say things that are controversial, they're well within their right to let you go. Yeah, and she was poking the bear plenty of yes. times, and she finally it, it caught up to her. She's stupid for doing it. And the, the whole thing about, uh, I don't believe it was anti-Semitic. I kind of understand what she's trying to get at. It's a terrible comparison. It's a very bad it's analogy. A, it's a bad, it's a it's bad, a bad comparison. Bad and if you know, people are like, oh, well, she's trying to you know, have a conversation. Well, number one, it's, a, it's a, again, a bad comparison. And you don't provoke, you don't try to start up a conversation by posting a meme yeah. on Instagram wow. or wherever the hell it was, Snapchat. That's not the way to post a conversation. That's just trolling. So at that point, if you want to troll the mob, you get what you get. Yeah, and the And and she, well, it was she's, not, TikTok she's not she did this like shit up. In, in, the oh, gr- TikTok. in the
1: grand scheme of things, like I've seen like I know shit posters like a, like in the Trump age, like Trump shit posters who sit there and just post the most egregious fucking ridiculous shit. And then if I compare what she's done to what they've done, yeah, it's right? like it's not it's night and day. But Yeah, when you're in this public spotlight and you're supposed to be working for a company like Disney that wants to just want that wants people to just spend their money and like fucking, you know, and they want to please this uh, uh, a mass market and get everyone kind of on board and, you know, get subscriptions and stuff. This is fucking the worst thing you can do, like is is to fucking put a target on your back, you know, and, and just keep doubling down on your own stupidity. But I mean, this is a thing that I think about. And um, this has nothing to do with Gina Carano, because I feel like she got her desserts. She she got what she deserved. She's an idiot. But I do think there's a bunch of people. First of all, the things that she's talking about are not against the law. She like being against masks. That's not against the law. Being against vaccines, not against the law. Uh, you know, feeling persecuted. That's not against the law. She's doing nothing like against the law. She's just a stupid person. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but there are people who promote uh, gun violence, yeah. you, people who promote drugs uh, that are uh, against the law, people who tr- promote misogyny and just violence against people in general, um, and they're they're in the music industry. They're fucking. No one ever talks about them. No one tries to cancel them. No one tries to do it. And they're and they're talking about things that are against the law, and like unhealthy. And there's people who are promoting unhealthy lifestyles and all this other stuff, and no one's going after. Them, but have to have stupid thoughts that everybody knows is stupid. Uh, it's it's like, eh, I'm like, all right, I guess, I I guess you're not supposed to talk about what you think because it's, it's bad, but like, so it's weird. It's a weird thing. Like pe- some people yeah. can talk about whatever they want. Yeah. I guess it's whatever. If you're a rapper or if you're like in the music industry, or if you're a, uh, an athlete or something, you could pretty much do a lot
3: more and get away with a lot more, I guess. Uh, well, if there's anything I've learned in life, especially in a capitalist society, Life is not.
0: Yes, nothing. Nothing <laughs> is logical or makes sense. No,
3: there. You could. You could make. You could find the hypocrisy in everything. Yeah, she. She. Um. Yeah. I mean, I would just say, you know, the, the whole cancel culture stuff. It's a real thing. It's a definitely a conversation that can be had. Um. But yeah, her her hill is not the one to die no. on for sure. No, probably not. She's not the one you need to. Def- and she's probably judging by. The fact that the way she posts, her intellect isn't there to even be worth having well, the conversation. She,
1: she punches people for a living. She's yes. not.
2: Well,
0: let's talk about that. Let's talk about her actual contributions to The Mandalorian. Kara Dune, okay. pretty good character. She was okay. She's obviously the range isn't there. I feel like she thinks she's like a bigger actor than maybe she is. Uh, I would be okay. You could, I know a lot of people love her, but I don't see, you could just recast her, keep Cara Dune
1: character. I feel like that when she first came onto the scene as Cara Dune, I think a lot of people were like, oh, she's like this kind of uh different paradigm of a woman. She's kind of like athletic. Yeah. Tough. She's broad. Yeah. She's tough. Yeah. She's not the usual skinny, like Lucy Barbie doll. Yeah. She's not like uh whatever she's. Yeah. She's Xena warrior princess, but a little yeah. bit even beefier than that. But like, and so a lot of women who saw themselves that way were like, all right. But then her politics didn't align with that. And I I felt like that that was like almost a uh like, like they were like, oh, we finally have someone to look up to, but they don't think the way that I do. And then that made them really scornful towards it. And then they they immediately wanted to just destroy it. So uh I, that's how I feel. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that, that soon as that soon as that thing came on where like she kind of like started to show that she was a little conservative. Yeah. And all of these people were like, oh, um, we don't want her as a a thing anymore. And they just started going going for her. So, I mean, this is the thing. She wasn't just provoking people. People were on her. If you ever read her stuff, people were on her all the time. Yeah. All the time. And it was like fire Gina Carano was like trending for like, you know,
0: months. Well, now there's a rehired Gina Carano petition. Both things on Twitter are trending.
3: She, uh. i I haven't followed her on twitter but i've i've known about her for years right because i follow mma and she was always like very um sweet very very like down to earth yeah really it's very i I follow some other guys that like writers that are in mma and they're like within the past maybe like year maybe less than a year she's kind of like radicalized her her whole social image her brand there Yeah, yeah her brand is really um taking a Taking a
1: turn. I I feel like what there's two things that could happen. And I was watching, uh, I was watching some with Brian Kalen. He was being interviewed, you know, he, that guy who got me would by some girl like 20 years in her pet in his past. And he's like, he came out swinging. Like, he was like, no, I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to go away. I'm going to go after it. And I don't know if that's the approach that you're supposed to take when somebody accuses you of something, but I feel like some people get a little bit of like, uh, Pushback, and then they come out swinging so hard that they all of a sudden they've they've dug their heels in and, and put themselves in a in a stupid position. Right, right. And then all of a sudden now they're in now they're in this. That all of a sudden they've been radicalized. All of a sudden they've been, they, and it's this polarizing society that does that. Like yeah. it's crazy. when you don't have nuance, you don't have a common ground, you don't have the ability to kind of see. Like what's going on? People just tend to polarize. They just automatically they see opposition and they go, "We need support. I need someone to support me. Like whoever can support me. And if it's the most evil people that want to support me, as long as I got someone at my back, yeah. you know. And that's how it is. And so uh, this is just uh, you know you could see on what happened with her where where uh, you know Ben Shapiro came to her well, rescue. I was
0: gonna say she'll be fine. Because she is making a movie with Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire. I didn't know they made movies
1: first of well, all. Well, they okay. Well, they uh, the Daily Wire wanted to start getting into like movie studio uh, production funding. Oh, so they bought this movie called Run Fight Run Run Hide Fight Run Hide Fight. It was like a an action movie about. Uh, it, it was very oh, controversial. I've heard about this yes, it was about a school shooting. Okay, about a bunch of uh, kids that were live streaming a school shooting, and this girl basically takes them on because she has got training because she goes hunting with her dad and so she knows how to use guns and Holy stuff. Shit. And She fights them off and Thomas Jane's in it. It's not like a fucking, it's a real movie. Yeah. And uh, from what I've heard, it's not like the worst movie ever made either. So yeah. So uh, when it was having trouble getting uh, funded, they, they kicked up the money and uh, of course no one saw it because as soon as Ben Shapiro gets behind something, like you know, all of Hollywood's gonna be like, give it the finger. Yeah. You know they're gonna yeah. be like, fuck this thing. So yeah, uh, is it the best thing for Gina Carano to be in a uh, involved with someone who bought a film and then no one was even reviewed it? Like no <laughs> one even like fucking even if the movie was like uh, was decent, like no one would even know that it exists. So um, I think that this was good because more people know about Run Hide Fight now, now that Gina yeah. Carano uh, had this press release than it when
3: when it actually came out. Uh, we'll see. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if landing with Ben Shapiro is, he's yeah. is, is actually <laughs> landing on your feet. We'll Maybe. see.
1: It's landing well, somewhere. Well, the good news is that they did produce a movie. All right. And they, and the movie wasn't terrible. Uh, so, from what I hear, people who have seen it even uh, that they made a movie. So, I mean, she could probably make a. What's she gonna make? I have no idea. Was it gonna be? An, a, a, when I first heard this and I didn't know about uh, Run Hide Fight, I was thinking it's gonna be like a documentary about being fucking uh, uh, persecuted, <laughs> whatever the fuck that is. But
3: like, it's like um, so it's an actual movie she's gonna make.
1: Yeah. Maybe yeah. it could be like you know she makes her own whatever movie she wants to make.
3: Well, what what's Going to your point about her in Star Wars, yeah. I mean, I've never thought she was a good she's not a good actress. Yeah. She's gotten better. Yes. She was really bad in like the Fast and Furious stuff. Um so she's gotten less wooden, but she's she only can play like she's one note. three yes. roles. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or one, one role, being just her. a hot badass uh j- big girl. Um so, you know, we'll see. I mean, maybe she'll improve, but it's not exactly a loss to the series. I
0: agree. I don't think they
3: should <laughs> recast her. I just I, I'm like the most casual star wars fan ever if she, i don't even like i don't I don't even know what her role was in the Star wars thing anyway, so it doesn't matter
0: so that that Rangers of the new Republic may have been her. I think she was going to be given a spin-off show. And then in December when the, the third strike, they, they took that off the table. She may have been in that Rangers of the New Republic. But you know what? This just opens up more room for Bill Burr to have a, his own Star Wars show. But
3: you know what? It would have been dumb for them to build a show around her as the lead anyway.
0: Yes. I don't know why they were doing that. She doesn't have
3: enough to, no, to carry a show. not like herself. Ahsoka
0: Tano. Like, does anybody? Same thing with me. If you wrote her off, whatever. If you recast her, it wouldn't bother me. But uh, I think they'll be fine moving on and – she's fine
2: yeah you can either you
1: can recast her you could re- I think you could recast why not yeah sure um but if you want to just write her off and pretend that she never existed that's fine it, like, it's, it's you know.
3: clear it's clear just I'll say it's clear that Disney and her this was gonna blow up at any oh, point yeah. Oh, they, yeah they're not a match yeah. they don't need to work together that's yeah. fine and she's I mean, Disney doesn't owe her anything it's not a again it's not a cancellation of her speech she's not getting her head cut off like she right, would be in Saudi right, Arabia right so, Everyone can relax. Everyone got what they wanted. In a way, she got what she wanted, right? Yeah, we, she, was, she was. She kept poking the bear, and it, and it happened.
1: Yeah, if she really wanted to keep her job. She would have just fucking shut the fuck
3: up. Yeah, if she even said afterwards, "I feel more free than ever. My nah, voice is yeah. unchained she didn't want, or oh, whatever." Fuck, like she didn't
0: want to be there. She probably uh, didn't want to be there. At least they learned from the James Gunn thing. We're like, hey, this time let's fucking give her some chances and it's well, just outright fire. Can I? Can I just
1: ask a question? Here? Yes. Well, she had fans before she went on in, and did this whole actress thing. Correct. Yeah, she was big in MMA, and she probably prefers those fans. She probably prefers the fans that to Star Wars
0: uh, fans. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. The, yeah. the, the she, MMA f-
3: brand is actually, I would say, m- m- leans much more conservative. Ah. The fan base. Oh,
0: yeah. interesting. Okay. She probably and, prefers and a lot of people she
3: hangs things. around in MMA are yeah. very conservative. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably
1: more like her. They probably understand her more. Right. And you know maybe that's where she feels comfortable she probably
0: thinks this hollywood is all this fake hollywood bullshit around her anyways and she wants to just be herself now and
3: oh uh, she, i mean yeah. she's had a, a journey she was literally the first like famous female in mma ah. and she was good but it's also because she's hot and then she lost to cyborg who's this like big badass girl and she just decided you know what i'm hot i think i can act I'd rather act than get punched in the face. Mm. And now she's probably like, yeah, I don't really like playing with the big boys anymore and acting. I want to yeah. do my own thing. So she's, she's she's had an interesting journey.
0: She was before Ronda Rousey. She was big. She or was. She opened the door for her, I think. She opened the door. She the her, opened.
3: She was like real everyone talks about ronda rousey but she was the one that made women's mma a thing
0: i just liked having that tough female character there especially like that episode where you had the two mandalorians and ming na wen and her and it was a badass girl fucking fight group you know maybe keep cara dune around and just put somebody else in the in the face get a new face i don't know yeah. but crazy crazy news good stuff all right let's take a quick break here we're gonna play some promos and jump back into the weirdness of Westview, New Jersey right after this. After
2: these messages will be right back. Hey, Peter here from How Do I Jump? We are an independent news, media, and entertainment outlet dedicated to bringing you all that's hot and fresh in the video game world with a definite focus on indie games. Our podcast, The Weekly Jump, rounds up all those gaming headlines and stories into a fun and entertaining hour for your informative enjoyment. Find us on Spreaker, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. For ad-free podcasts and bonus content, head to patreon.com slash Jump. To learn more, visit HowDoIJump.com. Hello, listeners. I want to talk to you for one second real quick about the Golden Pea Movie Awards, referred to lovingly as the Golden Peas. Every year, I take the opportunity to celebrate the year in film, and 2020 is no different please head over to two peas on a slash golden peas and find all of the nominees as well as links to a ballot that you can use to vote. Voting is open from January 29th until March 1st of 2021. We feature all of the main categories that you will find at shows like the golden globes and the Oscars, but we poll the film and Twitter and podcast community to get those nominees. And as you know, they are chosen by you. So please cast a ballot, head over. Once again, it's two peas on a slash golden peas. We love movies and we love celebrating movies, and we hope you come to the party this year.
1: Doc.
0: Listener, if you are enjoying the show, want to support the show, join our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jock and Nerd! And you will get more show for as little as $3 a month. Everyone gets access to a bonus RSS feed with bonus content. The show's come out early. There is a legit sports show called Jock Talk. Uh, uh, this week, I'm doing continuing my WandaVision episode reactions. Anthony, you had... A new Jock Talk, first post Super Bowl Jock Talk?
3: Yeah, post Super Bowl Jock Talk, probably the last one for a little bit. So me and Chaz get down and then a couple more Oscar movie type reviews, Pieces of a Woman. Very nice.
0: And uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which just came out this past week. HBO Max. Both, uh, I love Vanessa Kirby. Uh, She's very good. And and she's good in like action movies. Like she was in uh, The Hobbs and Shaw, and I've seen her in. I think the, uh, uh, the, what is those? Mission Impossible. She was in the Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. I think so. I was like, That
1: seems like too much of a depressing of a movie to watch. It does seem a Very little depressing. Does seem a little
0: depressing. <laughs> but I was thought, But that's the Kirby was badass. And I was like, Oh shit, she's in this. And then Judas and the Black Messiah, we'll discuss a little bit later in, uh, What Are We Watching? Because I did watch that. It's right. fucking amazing. Get all that stuff, listener, at our, uh, Patreon, com slash Patreon. Sign up to the fan club. Today, let's get to this week's WandaVision episode. We are up to episode six. Here is a, your spoiler alert.
2: Before we get started, does anyone want to get out?
0: To be spoiled. This one is what it's called. You like that? <laughs>
3: i laugh at her, her, her what do you call what do you call those tags
0: yeah they're little drops little the bumpers snubs, yes. little i still stingers. laugh at them they're, they're still they're still funny that's why they're there they're all really <laughs> old uh this episode called all new halloween spooktacular we are back with another decade of uh, sitcoms the plot this the title cell says it all is halloween uh pietro is a cast member the twins get powers vision gets out of the bubble We get more reveals and way more fucking questions. Uh, Let's start with the sitcom influence. They are cutting back and forth between outside the bubble, inside the bubble. Anthony, we've finally gotten to the 2000s with the sitcom influence. Did you recognize this off the bat?
3: I was a little um, confused. I thought we were going to do the 90s. Maybe the last episode because it was like a lot of full house. House was 80s, 90s. Kind
0: of. And there aren't really you can't do like a Friends or a Seinfeld that you need a family show. Well, it has to be an ABC
1: show too, isn't Uh, it?
0: uh, Does it? Have they only Mm -hmm. picked ABC shows? That's a good question. question. I don't know.
3: I don't know. Was Malcolm in the Middle was Fox? That was a
0: Fox show, yeah. But they own Fox now. Oh, was it?
3: Yeah. Oh, they own Fox, right. So,
0: Malcolm in the Middle is this this week's sitcom influence.
3: Yeah, I knew that this was the 2000s just because of the single camera. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed, but, you know, they do a good job I'm spoofing Malcolm in the Middle. Oh my so. god,
0: the opening credits dead on with the DV cam, uh, the theme song, the, and then they do the cutaway gags, the breaking the fourth wall, just like Frankie Muniz did. The the song, remember the Malcolm in the Middle song? They might be giants. You're not the boss of me now. Great fucking song. Uh, and this song sounds a lot like it. Mal- I love Malcolm in the Middle. That's first of all Brian Cranston. Who would have thought? Watching that Brian Cranston is so funny that this guy would be this dope dramatic. They'd be fucking Heisenberg. And just be amazing. He is hilarious. Jane Kasmer is the mom. Frankie Muniz. Uh, it's a great show. You guys, did you guys watch that show like all the time? No, no, you didn't watch the Malcolm in the Middle. Rugs?
3: No, I was not a Malcolm in the Middle really? guy either. I, find, no. I
0: mean, I was in my twenties when it was on. It ran two thousand to two thousand six. If, if it wasn't a hot
3: girls, I wouldn't watch it. Great show. Some, some, <laughs> a, not a uh, maybe not a fun fact, but did you know that Frankie Muniz is like. He doesn't remember. Yes, a ton of he has
0: a brain injury or yeah. and then he doesn't remember being on the show, which kind of ties in even more to vision and what's going on on the show.
2: Oh, that's dark.
0: Right. Where nobody remembers what the fuck is going on. Uh, but uh, the lyrics, even the lyrics, you have words like don't try and fight the chaos. Don't question what you've done. But if it's all an illusion, sit back. Enjoy the show. Let's keep it going. Instead of you're not the boss of me now. Uh, I can't believe you watched Malcolm. in the I middle. fucking love Malcolm in the middle. It was so fucking funny. And it was <laughs> it was breaking the fourth wall was a very new thing. And it was a family that was kind of dysfunctional, which I, I you know, attracted me to. And I think it really ties in well with this episode and where their family is now. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's great. I love Malcolm in the middle. In the beginning, it's Halloween. We see for the first time. All the people wearing uh comic book accurate comic costumes, geek boner. Holy shit! Wanda comes downstairs and she says she's a Sokovian fortune teller. Uh, Vision goes, he's a Mexican wrestler. After Piet- <laughs> Pietro guesses that he's a booger, and then fucking Pietro comes back with his uh, costume and his hair is great, and the kids are even dressed as Wiccan and Speed. Uh, fu- fantastic. I love. I loved all that in the beginning.
3: Yeah, it's fun to it's fun to see them fully embrace the ridiculousness of those costumes from the from the comic books, and it was a, fun, a clever way to to be able to incorporate that without it being just out of nowhere and looking stupid in the universe. I, I want
1: Wanda to wear that for real, Dude. like not that exact costume, but like a, she, a she's kind of sexy, kind of like the... updated version.
0: Yeah, of that. like that's yeah. Uh, the part. like this is how they're introducing this look. It's the point. I love the line where he goes, "What are you, old Red Riding Hood?" She's like, no, uh, but, uh, the Halloween shit is great. So let's talk about uh, this time. I broke shit down by character and what happened to characters. Let's talk about this episode this way. Let's start with Pietro.
3: Oh, we're not going to have you narrate. No, I'm
0: changing things up. Let's try something <laughs> different. Let's just break it down by character. You notice in the opening credits, it says Pietro Maximoff uh, playing himself. And I was sure. like, that's fucking weird, right? What do we make a Pietro after this episode? I'm so confused. Who is he? Is he part of Wanda's consciousness? Did someone send him? Is he Mephisto himself? It's it's
3: I don't know. I mean he he has the personality of the Fox Pietro, but he remembers. But he has dying. all the memories. Yes. Yeah, of, of of Aaron Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, what so the fuck?
0: I don't know if he is the Fox character, but his memories aren't exactly uh, uh, there. It's like somebody told him bits, and he's he doesn't know the details somewhat
3: yeah it's still a mystery right
1: well mm, it's just weird you have to kind of equate these things that are happening she's created people like her kids right all right out of nothing right and are they real or are they just a, a figment we don't know that yet yeah so we don't know if he is a figment or real yet so for at this point in time i'm just going okay this is just an invention of her of this fake world. She's making a fake world. She's changing it, changing the times, changing the look of everything, and she's puppeteering things and whatever. So this is all her. She sees so him I, as
0: a corpse. Is she puppeteering know, his dead body like the vision? No, her her view of it, I think that's just
1: her view it's of her it. It's her subconscious by freaking yeah, out. Yes. It's like that it's kind of her subconscious coming out and kind of letting her know that she's not in a reality. This reality is, is, um, but she seems to know when she leaves the barrier to go and rescue vision or whatever. Um, or when she came out of the thing with the, um, with the drone, drone. it's, it's all fake, you know, she knows it's fake. So it's like, it's kind of a weird thing. She's to see like how these, these inventions of her mind and how far they go. I don't really know if they're at
0: this point real or, other people i don't know he says and does a lot of interesting things first of all he's dropping a lot of devil references He goes unleash hell demon spawn and which the kids were in the comics The one version they were demon spawn he goes isn't westview charming as hell so i don't know if they're doing this on purpose i love when wanda's test of course they're doing it right as as to try to throw you off i love when wanda is like testing him on things and he's like, she's like, where's your accent? He goes, where's your accent? I was like, it's a good point. That's a good point. But he says things like, look, this is what you wanted, right? Come to town unexpectedly, create tension with the brother in law, stir up trouble with the rugrats and ultimately give you grief. I mean, that's what you wanted, isn't it? So it, is he implying that she is pulling this or it also felt like someone, cause when he starts asking, where, where, where were you hiding all the children? Were they just sleeping? I feel like somebody like maybe doctor strange has sent him in looking like that to get some fucking answers you know i think
3: i think there's a i thought i saw a theory online with screen crush which i think could be possible is there's different aspects to her there's her personality uh-huh. there's like good wanda uh-huh. and bad wanda uh-huh. and when she's like within the universe and and not being not doing like there's parts of her that are are present but then there's parts of her where she loses herself and creates these other things that need to like happen within the universe. So she yeah. might be like you know, like disassociative personality ah. disorder or something going on there. Um and he can see it. Yes. Like when he talks to her about it, she doesn't realize there's another side of her that's doing some of this stuff.
1: Well yeah. the thing the thing that is the kind of the X factor is vision, because if vision is doing things unbeknownst to her and trying to escape, yeah. Then she's lost control of that particular, and uh, creation. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's maybe subconsciously she's she's allowing it. I don't know, but like I can't really put my finger on what's happening yet. I think that's uh, that's what makes it so um, kind of compelling is that we don't really know what's happening. Anything could happen. Do you want to get to vision? So let's let's
0: get him? to vision. I just wanted to mention. If you notice when Wiccan is turning, there's a shot where he's turning to the camera and talking about how his parents are fighting. Uh, uh, Quicksilver is looking at him in the aside, right? So like you said, he knows that this is all a work, uh, but to what degree let's, let's talk, let's move into vision who uh, was very, even more curious. I've noticed it seems like their relationship is changing a little bit. He seems to be a little colder, a little more distant. And she also, seems to 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 feel this there's that exchange in the beginning where vision first she goes I, I'm thank you for wearing this costume and he goes there was nothing else in my closet i really didn't have it choice. I think that's
1: also the the invention of like it being uh that the in the 90s or in the 2000s right that kind of show where i think that in the in the later shows like uh people the parents were like not as lovey-dovey towards each other ah
0: that's true there it's more realistic now that's a good point.
1: Well, like, you know, in all those other shows in the 80s, it's like you want to have this perfect family. Right, right. And then in the 90s, it was like the deconstruction yeah, of that. And the, then yeah. in the 2000s, it was even more crazy. Roseanne like, started that. This functionality, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: it was refreshing to see, a like, I remember when I watched Roseanne, it was refreshing to see a messy fucking house that kind of looked like your house at times. I was like. I'm well, surprised they didn't do Roseanne. Yeah, well. She, but
1: I guess it's so, confident,
0: uh, so controversial it's nowadays. It's controversial now. <laughs> I felt like she had a little Roseanne vibe in the last episode with the, her outfit. Uh, whatever. But then there's that other moment where he's like, "I'm gonna go. I gotta go to the 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 patrol." And she's like, for a second, she's like, "No, that's not what you're supposed to be doing." And she stops herself and she lets him decide his own subplot for well, the episode. She
3: can't, um, whatever is happening, she can't control him like she used to. Yeah, yeah. Because a couple episodes, she just would rewind it.
0: Yes, and she, I can't. She's not doing that anymore.
3: But she can't do it because he's. I think he's more, you know, I think it's because as you get more aware of the the universe or the the place, the hex, at least for him, he's realizing his place in it and that he can't just be controlled. He can, he's his own independent thing.
1: We can also shut
0: it off in other people. So he can do things that she probably wasn't expecting. That's poking holes in her defense a little bit, I think. So she isn't able to, to rewind things. So yeah, vision walking around the perimeter where wanda's magic uh clearly if she's not there she doesn't need to animate these people and him walking around and that lady who's just repeating hanging the thing and he zooms in and there's a tear it's fucking horrifying a little bit all that shit was so creepy
3: no they're doing a good job of uh incorporating some creepy vibes within this show um and explaining it with the with the the sitcom and her the it being a perimeter, so she can't control as much of this on the edges. It doesn't matter on the edges, really. No, no,
0: it doesn't because she's not there, the action isn't there. And then talking about perimeter, vision makes it out of the fucking bubble. Oh, shit. Very painfully starts to disintegrate.
3: Yes, hit. now we know he, he doesn't exist. He can't
0: outside live outside of. the bubble. I was right. Remember, I was like, I don't think I think she's there for a reason. However, the mind stone is there in his head outside the bubble. It's is that that's real. It's there in his uh, fucking I head. Know. I was cr- it was crazy. So what about her, what about him and the, the uh, Agnes? Agnes, we can go into Agnes. Where first of all, she's wearing a goddamn witch costume. I think this is probably our most obvious she's obvious Agatha clue Harkness. that she's Agatha Harkness, the Salem witch trial witch. She's in a fucking witch costume, and her cackle, very witch like. Uh, but what do you guys make of when he snaps her out? And she red says, "Red herring, red herring." So, I, so, she says, "You're an Avenger." He doesn't know what that is. And then she says, "You're dead." And she starts laughing. Is she playing Vision here, or is she a victim also, or is it a little bit half she, and half?
3: She might be because uh, it seemed like she was aware of the fact. Like her prior episode, she was aware that she was in the simulation, and she could she could kind of get out of it. Like she yeah. could. Be like, oh, you know, should we run? Let's that reset. Back? Yeah, let's take it right? from the But top. Now, but in in this one, she's playing it off like she's one of those people on the edges where she like couldn't figure out why she was there, and I just don't think her character is that. Is she? She's a little bit more vital. She can. She can. She wouldn't just drive out to the edge like that.
0: Like she was trying to. Why was she trying to leave? So she. You think she's playing him on purpose? Mm, I think so. To th- to throw vision off because she goes, no one leaves, and this time she names names, unlike Norm. She goes, no one leaves. Wanda won't even let us think about it. However, oh, that fucking doctor was thinking about going to Bermuda, but that was earlier. So maybe she's tightening it I think it she's down.
1: just trying to get Vision to. She's throwing him become, off the scent. Well, trying to get Vision a little bit more activated because now this makes him want to leave. She's trying to get Vision to realize. It's shit. Sh- yeah.
0: Yeah, that was crazy.
1: She's trying to get move that that chess piece he's just trying to get him to do something to activate him to kind of do something because he's kind of like trying to figure stuff out and then immediately he goes
0: outside the bubble right after that yeah and he uh starts to die and then wanda just freaks out and expands the bubble and i just thought turning that into the circus was so fucking perfect (laughs) what the helicopter turns into hot air balloon and they're like clowns and i was like that's fucking great and so
3: so what do we think about uh Sword now okay, they we'll they talk look about they're sword. monitoring this. Uh, I think it sounds like they're monitoring Vision. They want their weapon back. Geek
1: boner. They Do you think this could be
0: Ultron trying to reform himself? That's also possible. Mm. Oh shit! I don't see why not. We find out Hayward is not only monitoring the vibranium decay; he's tracking Vision and not Wanda. He also that's
3: what he cares about. Yeah,
0: he doesn't care about Wanda. He wants to take her out. He had, that's an amazing exchange he has biting exchange the insults between him and monica where they're,
3: they're almost like telegraphing it too much a little he's just bit a villain, no i right? don't because so, he, he says he says a, such a, a terrible thing though to yes monica she's Rambo. like
0: it's a good thing you weren't here when your mom died you can't st-. i think he's not a villain i think he's bitter because of that line where he's like you don't know how hard it was during those five years he's right. bitter that all the those capes left and left them in shit right so that may be where this is coming from uh, he also has Monica's blood work. We find out she's been through twice, and she's already been changing on a molecular level. Is this the birth of mutants? Is this photon? Is everyone else changing? Or just is people who blipped and came back? Does it affect them? I think now, I
3: think they made an emphasis, though, that she's come through twice. You have
0: to go through the barrier.
3: Yeah. You have to go through twice, because she's gone through twice. It's changing her. Yeah. Whereas everyone else has gone through just once.
0: So...
1: When she expands the barrier at the end of the sh- end of the show and absorbs everybody. Well, in... not
0: Darcy gets sucked in. Uh, Hayward is still racing away and Jimmy and Monica did not – we didn't see them get caught in it. They were far enough and she started accelerating. So we don't know if they're getting sucked in but they probably will. I don't know how long – how big she's expanding this fucking thing.
1: Well enough to absorb, you know, a
0: lot of sword, so that basically fucks
1: up their whole the operation. whole base is
0: gone. And then yeah. uh, you notice when they bring that drone in, it still has magic around it, and it has a Stark Industries fucking logo on it with the '80s drone. I don't know if that how that ties in to anything because it's you know it be Stark technology from be, in the yeah. '80s. Uh, Hayward also boots; uh, he's a dick and boots Dar- uh, Darcy, Jimmy, and Monica from the base, but surprisingly jimmy woo is pretty badass oh, i did yeah. not see that coming from randall park just turn around and
3: i, I had one <laughs> one, one gripe with that yeah not jimmy woo yeah so now darcy is not only an astrophysicist but she's just a amazing hacker i didn't know those two oh, skills just coincided have to with be,
0: one yeah she did hack into she, his she's firewall like your
3: classic science, marvel scientist that can do everything that's a good point They're not not specialized at yeah. all just has a working knowledge of everything.
1: Just let me hard. take
0: this laptop yeah. and just let me do everything. I used, to, yeah. I used to be an IT engineer in my pre... She worked in IT at some point. I don't know. Yeah, how does she know how to hack these fucking firewalls?
3: How does she know how to hack swords There's fire. still
0: one more thing. There's a big reveal. She's like, there's one more thing uh, that he's hiding. But uh, yeah. and then, but I love that. Oh,
3: because it's a ca- the cataract.
0: Oh, Project right. Cataract is the project that he's that's tracking vision. So Cataract Vision... Cataracts, obscure vision, cloud your vision, yeah. vision kind of clever. It obscures your vision. Yeah. Darcy had some great lines, though. I love when she was like, there's the murderer who almost got murdered by his murder squad. <laughs> and then when they fight, she's like, why did anybody tell me the plan? Uh, she always makes me laugh. Uh, let's see. We talked about Vision, Agnes. Uh, this may be. Oh, do we have any idea? Where, do you want, where are you going? I was just saying Herb was also acting weird. Herb seems to be in the same situation as Agnes. Like, he knows what's going on, but he's also being controlled. And he's like, do you want anything changed, Wanda? Is well, okay? everyone
3: within the the simulation, I guess I'll call it, the Hex, is now openly admitting that they're in the Hex. And um, Quicksilver and Wanda, even Vision, are open about their powers. Yeah, they're just, whereas before yeah, they were just, they're just using their
0: powers it. everywhere. And she is.
3: But I, what I was going to ask is, yeah. who do we think the engineer is? Oh, she's
0: going to meet the guy finally, and Lee I Miller? don't know that, I mean, they're not going to introduce someone as huge as Reed, Reed Richards, Richards in that, could they?
3: I saw I saw a headline on YouTube. Bro, the engineer is Hank, or is it Hank Richards? Hank, Hank, uh, Hank, uh, the Beast.
0: Oh, uh, Hank. Uh, what's his full name? Yes, uh, the Beast would also work out. Hank. What's his fucking name? Beat Hank something. Hank right? McCoy. Hank McCoy. McCoy. Yeah. Hank McCoy Beast. Now, is it going to be Kelsey Grammer? Or is it going to be the other dude from the Fox thing? Is it going to be a recast person? That would be – they're either introducing Mutants or Fantastic Four on the show. I don't know fucking which. What are these? Another
3: smart – someone that's smart, right? Because engineer – for Marvel, yeah. anyone that's just an engineer or scientist is just uber smart.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of them. Aerospace engineer. And he does – he worked on uh, the Blackbird and shit, and he knows how to build ships. That would be a good Medius one. Cho. Uh oh Amadeus show the, the Hulk, the new Hulk? No the, well the, oh, the that would kid. Be a good. Oh yeah. right. Oh yeah.
3: He's like a little Korean
0: kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he becomes a he Hulk. He becomes the but... Hulk Korean Hulk. I don't think I don't think that would get people as excited though. Beast would be something. But well, we know that this isn't the X the Fox Quicksilver mutant. We don't know that for well, sure. We don't know that for sure. It's cloudy, I still think someone has sent him in It's like a cataract. it's a little bit it's a little bit occluded. uh, let's talk about the kids. They're still ten years old, and with uh Uncle Pietro's help, they do develop their powers speed and Wiccan wearing their fucking costumes. Wiccan gets his powers, he has scarlet witch like powers And i
3: liked I liked the way they portrayed Wiccan yeah. all of a sudden getting his powers yeah. I could sense his dad it's and like it in stops. It's
0: amazing speed
3: yeah. and he's like something's wrong
0: that's so good, and I think. The commercial, I don't know if the commercial ties into the kids. Let's talk about the commercial because this was a fucking dark commercial, but perfectly executed stop motion claymation from like the late 90s uh, Saturday morning cartoons. It reminded me of like Gogurts. Remember Gogurt? Yeah. This is, commercial features a little boy. Celebrity
3: deathmatch type.
0: Celebrity deathmatch. It's a little boy in a red shirt on a desert island who's stranded and dying and a shark comes up. And the kid's like, I'm hungry. And the shark's like, I used to be hungry. Now I snack on Yo Magic. Oh, shit. it's called Yo Magic. And he gives it to the kid and the kid dies trying to open the fucking yogurt. Oh, shit. oh my God. As time passes by real quick, just like it's doing in the show, he becomes a skeleton. And then the tagline is, uh, Yo Magic, uh, the snack for survivors. Uh, what the fuck? And is this an allusion to the soul stone? No, I think it's because you know what they said. But the
1: kids, uh, where the kids been sleeping this whole time? How are they being fed? And
0: is is it? It's through her magic. Her magic is on what's Her key. magic. Yes. So it also could be like a deal with the devil, a Faustian deal, where the shark who could represent somebody has given you this thing you can't open and you die opening it. Uh, the red reminded me of like uh the skull reminded me of the 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 red skull and the soul stone. And I think all of these relate to a thing and there's one more. What's what's left? Power stone? I think Powerstone's left. What do you think I of don't that know. commercial? Are,
3: are they are I don't know if they're going the uh the stones. I don't know.
0: I feel like it's they they kind of relate like the uh Hydra soap will look a lot like the Tesseract. It was blue, square. I don't know. Anthony, what'd you think of this fucking dark commercial? you know i mean it was it was
3: fine i, I don't get it the into is as, as into the commercials I as you, the commercials. you do I, I think they're clever <laughs> yeah um but for me reading
0: reading between the lines on the commercials i'll let other people do I suppose it's that's it's and it didn't have the same two people but they do mention their parents in the conversation uh and stuff so and then the flashback he has was also weird where he gets a fish and it looks like he's dressed as nick fury it's out i don't know god <laughs> It's very odd. A couple other Easter eggs. When uh, in the beginning, when Vision speaks Spanish and it turns on Wanda, that's this is something they used to do in the Adams family all the time. Morticia and Gomez Gomez would speak French, and Morticia would get all hot and bothered. So I like that little that little nod. The when they're in front of the movie theater, you guys notice the movies that were playing. The Incredibles, that Parent Trap, and, and The, the Incredibles. Yeah. yeah, Incredibles came out two thousand four. Of course, the movie about a superhero family with a speedster kid. And then the parent trap, this is like the 1998 version with the Lindsay Lohans. Uh, you got twins switching to trick their parents, but also the words trap is there. and Both are Disney properties now, and both plots right. kind of mirror what's going on in the show. It's kind of fun. Oh, this other – I love this fucking little drop where – uh the kid goes kick ass when after talking to evan peters and then she goes kick ass and i was like oh shit evan peters aaron taylor johnson of course both in the movie kick ass which is also a marvel comic book not a mcu thing but marvel comic. yeah that was a nice little uh easter egg right that was great i was like oh kick ass there's i saw there was an inflatable with spider-man eyes on it i was like that's spider-man eyes uh, the word the word nightmare is... Man, you really get into like, all, all
3: the little Dude,
0: details. Dude, it all means something. And I think, though, there's way more that people have found that I didn't even put in. Because I honestly think some of the things are just little. They're accidents. Like, they're not meant to be. But I,
3: I don't think they're accidents, Imran. I think what they are is they're, they're little fun they're things. But things I don't think purpose. every little thing yeah. means yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I think some a lot of the things are just, they're having fun.
0: Like, the for the fact that the, they say the word nightmare several times this episode. That's another villain that's been speculated as a Mephisto as a nightmare. What
3: they're doing is are I mean, I, there's definitely like a lot of things they're hinting at and there's a mystery here. But what they're also doing is they're letting people like us. Yeah. Especially you. Yeah. With all these with these things, let you spin your wheels for an entire week. And then you realize by the it end of it, that nothing. a lot of it didn't mean anything
0: <laughs> like this. This means nothing. But how could you not think about uh, Evan Peters has a tattoo that, that Pietro has and it says either mom or. Or HOM, and you could say this is House of Mutants. You could say Mom stands for Multiverse of uh, Madness. You could, but that's his real fucking tattoo, so I'm sure it means nothing. Yeah, that's a
3: real tattoo, <laughs> so it doesn't nothing. really mean anything. People yeah. are reading it. Well, but you're going to get nuts about it. I know, it.
0: It. it's so funny. Ellis Avenue. Why is it called Ellis Avenue? President Ellis was in, in an Iron Man movie. Warren Ellis is a, a comic book writer. There's Ellis Island. Not, it probably means nothing but they no i mean it, it, it
3: it's a it's a nod to all of those things and you can do with it what you want
0: they made a point to show you ellis avenue and roll it was like rolling hill road the mm-hmm. the sign it was very clear i was like yeah, i guess you could do all right let's finish up with now any updated theories or questions overall what do you think is going on are the sc- scree or crawl in- involved in this at all no
3: okay okay we're can- I've heard some I've heard some Kree stuff, but I just I haven't made the connection to the
1: Hayward. Maybe Hayward
0: is a scroll. I don't
1: know. I mean, look, there's scrolls involved. I think because just in the nature of the scrolls are everywhere on Earth, as we've seen. um, Nick Fury's a scroll, all that stuff. So it's possible, but I don't think that they're driving the plot. So that's number one. Uh, Mephisto and Nightmare. Yeah, that's another thing. I really don't know if that's even a thing. Uh, I don't even know if Agatha Agatha Harkness is a really a thing. Really, there's a lot of clues that point. Because, to that. like, I do, I don't really because I don't really understand how Scarlet Witch. Uh, this is how I'm reading it. Scarlet Witch sees that vision is being used as a weapon, or being reformed, or being gleaned for technology right. to make a weapon. Right, and that's clearly what the Guide Sword wants to do. He's interested in that. She takes him away. And in that, she, her powers start manifesting and she starts to create this reality. Now, it could be that she tried to kind of form reform vision in some way, um, awaken the Ultron part that's in him or whatever, Yeah, uh, cause isn't Ultron part of vision Yeah, in some way. In the creation yeah. of
3: vision, yeah, yeah, part of Ultron's personality is in, in vision. vision. Yeah.
1: So maybe there—that's the. So maybe Ultron is trying to uh, come come to, and so he's kind of like uh, involved in this somehow, I and mean, trying to recreate himself. And I don't know. At the same so time, I,
0: she's encouraged. She has been encouraged to have these children. Somebody wants these children. I feel like maybe after she gets vision from there. And she's consumed with grief. Somebody pointed her to, into this location saying, hey, you can bring Ultron back to life. There's a shard of a thing. You can put the Mind Stone back together here and bring him back. And then kind of coerced her into this reality. And then the, the kids, I don't understand. The, somebody wants the kids. And I don't know how that plays into This other part with sword and vision.
1: Well, I don't think kids were on the on the menu. I think that she just wanted to get away with vision and
0: kind of see if she could bring him back. But Agnes and them, they want her to have children. Yeah, you know, on I don't actually have an original thought. (laughs) Well, there's so (laughs) many theories out there is a problem. I've
3: just seen all the theories and I just I don't know what's what. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing for the show in that we can't predict what it is. So I'm I'm just I'm just like I'm along for this ride. Just, I just,
1: I just find it really weird. Okay, in a comic book, you can have uh, in a comic book, you can have Mephisto like appear, right? Yeah, out of nowhere, right. Like you know, but there's no impetus. Like I think everything else in the Marvel universe, like the villains that show up, have to do with the had to do with the Infinity Stones and yeah. we were tied to something and it and all you know. And this this seems I, like I see what you're saying. There's nothing that, that there's nothing that organically ties. Oh, yeah, it's a good point. And, and and if they're going to go left field with some introduction of this Mephisto character,
3: which is like the Supreme Evil.
1: I,
0: do you think a dude in red with spiky hair that's the devil is just gonna show up all of a sudden uh, like in this No, but
3: but I do agree with Ruggs in that although like we've seen some wacky shit yeah. to like have the devil come out, yeah. like, that hasn't been a thing. No. At all. No, there's we been. We haven't even, even gotten close to have, like, uh, the devil. Right.
0: We have magic. We have science. We have uh, like Asgard. Aliens. We have, we have a lot of aliens. We have, so maybe it's, there's a lot of aliens. So like this whole
1: Agatha Harkness that, that ties to Mephisto. But it's magic. I don't,
0: also with witchcraft.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that that's really a mm. thing either. There's Doctor Strange. Yes. His, his kind of stuff. I think and, he's involved in this. I still think he's. So there's that. I just don't think you can just like just throw these character, these major characters like just appearing with like even like uh, Hela. Right. Like right, that was right. tied into Thor. Yeah. It was tied into directly yes, into Thor. It works. Yeah. So um, all of that stuff usually is. Yeah, it was assisted. Yeah. So that something, I don't think Marvel's just going to pull. Like nightmare or fucking Mephisto into this. I, mean, I just don't.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe the cameo at the end is is Benedict Cumberbatch. Maybe it's Doctor Strange is the big reveal. I don't. M-
3: maybe they really are just going to go the route where she's kind of an evil. Like she has like a gray side door where she has a like a, a personality, a part of her personality yeah. that needs to be put in check like kind of like the phoenix right so subconsciously what they were doing with x-men with the the, the phoenix so
0: she has been doing this the whole time but she doesn't even know because it's a separate compartmentalized part of her because
3: her grief is so strong and she doesn't know how to handle it that her other and she can't handle it or she hasn't come to terms with it as a as wanda so another side of her is coming turn coming to terms with it in in its own way and it's not coming to terms with it it's creating this thing
1: I mean, look, her background is so fucked up. Like she's, her parents are killed. Yeah. She's fucking uh, experimented on. Then uh, she kills a bunch of people, and inadvertently, her brother dies yeah. in Sokovia. Really? Um, then she finally fucking finds somebody that she l- loves that and it's not even human. And, and then, so yeah, fucked and then up. he dies twice. And then he, and I think that you're like, oh, I'm gonna fucking love a robot. He can't die. And then he fucking dies.
3: So it's like, dude,
1: <laughs> that within, line was fucked yeah. up
0: too. And he's like, hey, that's not like your dead husband could die twice. And then she fucking zaps him. Like, what are you saying? I was like, oh, shit. That's, uh, right. he knows. Uh, so,
3: I, I like the ending. I like that she it she's losing control yeah. and she's expanding this universe. Like there's um, she could be. I th- I like the the potential for the character being not necessarily redeemed. Like sort of a fringe. Yeah. Like we like Wanda's like like Wanda's like a nuke. Like we got to be able to we got to make sure whoever is pushing the button knows what they're fucking doing. Uh, yeah, and I
0: feel like her like Vision like Vision and her are going to be on opposite sides and there's going to be different people on each of their sides as she tries to defend her reality and Vision tries to take it down or snap her out of it. Now this is where, this is where I think they could put Nifisto in.
1: All right. So, She's doing this thing where she's creating her own reality, her pocket reality, and she's pushing it out. She's pushing it out. She's expanding it. Whatever. Well, sh- she's losing control <laughs> over it. She's losing control over yes. what's in the she's reality. She's trying to get her control back by doing this too. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, people's molecules are changing. This and that's happening. a mutants. I, I, Doctor Strange's going to have to come in. He has to. And we're not. It's not going to be resolved. He's going to come at the very end. He's like, okay, now we need the fucking fix this. and that's going to lead right into multiverse. Yeah, I man. like it, geek boner. So I like it. I don't think it's going to be resolved. I don't think. I think we're just no. going to find out what's happening.
3: I, I wanted. I wanted to say before we wrap up yeah. on this that uh, Elizabeth Olsen is really good in this, but I actually think Paul Bettany's acting has been superb.
0: He's like the perfect guy to play Vision. Like he just, he's so he, well. Perfect. He's great
3: as Vision, but I like his. I like the way he's playing, you know, he can, he's playing, he can do the, the, the nods to like the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties characters, but then he's also playing this guy that doesn't know who he is, why he's there, what's going on. So I like the, the way he's kind of discovering things and he still has the personality of vision, but doesn't have the history. It's a very, I think it's a very nuanced.
0: They're, They're both so good in this show and we, it's so great to see so much more nuance from them. I will say two things to wrap this up. First of all, I fucking love this show. I fucking loved it. And I wish it would just go on forever. I'm going to be sad when it ends. Uh, But then the other thing is uh, this episode, it's weird because really not much happened. But uh, we got a lot of reveals. But, like, as far as movement... I heard that the
1: next episodes are
0: going to be longer. Oh, well, well, let's get into that as we get into news from the nation. It's time for news from the na- nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> it
1: stinks.
0: It stinks. It's Thanks. Oh, somebody light a match. Uh, Rugs. That was a hummer. <laughs> Justin, Jamie Robinson and Justin Zwerner posted this graphic to what you just said. The last three episodes of WandaVision will be an hour each, according to Kevin Feige. Geek Boomer. But really, they're going to be like 50 minutes. Because have you noticed there's fucking eight minutes of credits and like two minutes of recap. So you got to subtract 10 minutes. Just out the bat. Sure. But... That's still a lot longer than what we've been getting, so I, I'm excited. I do you think we're starting to see the money. Do you think we're starting to see some of the 250 million dollars? A little bit. I think that in that expansion of the in the circus, yeah. you see that. Yeah, I mean the the, the stuff where they're
3: filming uh, with CGI and and uh, the, the the stuff in modern day. I think you're you're seeing it more. The
0: vision scene of him disintegrating looked amazing. You know, there's that's a lot of money. Oh no, they're they're doing a good job. Yeah. What in terms of like
3: how Agents of Shield or some of the other stuff on on television looks? Yes, this stuff you can tell is still movie quality. Like there's no drop off.
0: They're like mini Marvel shorts. I mean, it, it kind of is like little Marvel movies every every week, and it's also my reason for waking up really early Friday morning, you motherfuckers, before the internet spoils it. So uh, the uh, <laughs> well, so we're gonna see. We still have to see the modern family. I guess there's another decade of sitcoms, and then I think that's about it.
3: Yeah, there the, there's the tease where she's saying something, and she goes, am I right?
0: Like modern family. Yeah, right to the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that, and then then some fucking fireworks as we get three more episodes. Can't wait. All an hour? All an hour? You know, what, the, the,
3: the funny thing about this is I keep getting fooled by how long those credits are. Yes. So like this last episode... It was like maybe at the 24-minute mark, yeah. and I saw that was like 35-minute episodes or something like that. Yeah. I go, sweet, this episode's no, 10 more minutes. It's not. And it, and it ends 30 seconds it's, later, it's and I'm like, crap.
0: seven to eight minutes. I keep getting yeah. fooled by this. No, you have to subtract ten, at least 10 minutes from the runtime they give you. Why are the credits so goddamn I long for a TV know. show? I do There's seven to eight minute <laughs> credits. That's very long. You're right. Uh But <laughs> this will give us six hours. We've had six half hours. That's your three hours, and then we're getting three more hours. That's six hours total. It's like three Marvel movies. So it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, David Zika posted a link to this article titled Iron Fist Season 3 Plot Revealed by Finn Jones in a candid interview with the comment, Season 3 writers, we should just have him keep saying, I am the immortal Iron Fist and keep cashing these checks. That's all we did for the first two seasons. Uh, remember the plot threads that these Netflix shows left us hanging on, especially fucking Iron Fist.
3: Yeah, I, rem- I rem- it was him and like his, his brother, uh,
0: Ward. Was that his brother? Or his, or like his brother, or like his adopted brother? Yeah.
3: yeah, or like adopted brother? Yeah, and they were going to be on. In China or something? Yeah, they were going to go on international. Like w- w- Wild West, yeah.
0: China. That's basically what he said in this interview. It was going to be, he said, it was really going to be about Danny Lee finally assuming the role of the Iron Fist. Oh, geez. finally. Three seasons. three seasons in, fully accomplished, fully charged up, and fully in control of shit as well. It was going to be this amazing story with Danny and Ward off in foreign lands as a buddy story, storyline almost. And Colleen in New York. Uh, and she would come come to grips with her powers, but all he kept saying was, "I'm Danny Rand, I'm the Immortal Iron Fist." For fucking two seasons, put him in the goddamn thing. Uh, r- remember, uh, Luke Cage also ended with him being like the Kingpin, and I was dying to find out what was going to happen with that. It eh, was never going to happen.
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, some of those sh- there, there was they. There are some good things about a lot of those shows. I Even even the Iron
3: Fist, yeah, the second season was The second, that second bad.
0: season got better. The first season was bad. And I feel like first season was horrible. It was rushed, but I feel like Finn Jones... Finn Jones also was good in like the side roles, would not it? Maybe it would have been better to have a Luke Cage Iron Fist show where it's not it was so too much too bad him. that
3: Finn Jones just was so doughy and like skinny fat. <laughs> you just couldn't believe that this guy was the, the best mixed martial, God, or
0: martial yes, artist in the entire horrible. world. Lift some weights, dude. What are you doing? Get cut. <laughs> Stop eating all those carbs. Jamie Robinson also commented, I just wanted to bitch slap the Immortal Iron Fist every time I saw him. I would have liked to see Power Man and Iron Fist, though. Yes, that would have been a great show. Uh, John Campbell says, Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso would beat Iron Fist's face into a car bumper so hard, the airbags would deploy. Oh, shit. I also, when you're getting beat up by
1: Daniel LaRusso, who's also out of shape, skinny fat. Daniel LaRusso <laughs> is
0: just as doughy as fucking Finn Jones <laughs> and he's was. 60, he's basically and 60, he's 60 years old. years old. <laughs> years old. He, could kick, he could absolutely kick the Iron Fist's ass. Yes. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, that's a great line. And then Joey Austin goes, I don't know. I liked Iron Fist. I won't say it was great, but it was entertained. Matt Delhaar also. Kind of in the same boat. I definitely like season two a lot more than season one. Uh, yeah, we're never going to find out what happens. Uh, well, maybe they did. Maybe so, we'll see him.
3: In Spider-Man, if, if the rumors are true, yes. Charlie Cox was in that.
2: So. <laughs> if
0: Charlie Cox is coming back as Matt Murdock, there's still hope. I mean, I thought Mike Coulter was a great Luke Cage. Jessica Jones, Kristen Ritter did great. Uh, show me Iron Fist and Power Man together. But with some Marvel money. Yeah. Uh anyways, that's all I have for News from the Nation. Finish up with some what are we watching? Anthony, I also watched Judas and the Black Messiah. Did you like it? Released on HBO Max. Holy shit. This is a fucking great movie. This reminded me of like Spike Lee meets Scorsese. It reminded yeah. me of Malcolm X a little bit. Again, meets another the departed. Meets the yeah, meets the departed. It's a it's like a thriller. Kind of like a, a heist detective movie, but also you learn a lot about Fred Hampton. Uh, a lot of movies this year. One Night in Miami has Malcolm X. They mentioned Malcolm X. The Trial of Chicago Seven. The trial is also mentioned in this movie. Well, the All trial these has things tie together. Hampton in it. Yes, yes, Fred Hampton. Great performances. Uh, Ruggs have you seen this yet Are you going to watch this I would highly recommend it It's fucking great At some point I will watch it Daniel
1: yeah.
3: Kaluuya is uh, a powerhouse
1: Kaluuya is it.
0: great Le- Lakeith Stanfield With what an interesting character Dominique that Fishbeck's dude is pretty
3: good Even Jesse yeah, Plemons. yeah that's, that's, all, that's
0: all good Jesse Plemons is like He's so good, but he is like if Matt Damon ate Philip Seymour Hoffman, you <laughs> get is. you get Jesse Plemons, right? <laughs> yes. That's what that is. That's a great Matt that's great. Damon ate. Philip if Matt Seymour Damon ate, ate Philip Seymour Hoffman, you get Jesse Plemons. <laughs> so true. And he's oh, but yeah, he's, on. He's so great. That's all I could think about watching Jesse Plemons. I was like, oh my god, Matt Damon ate Philip Seymour Hoffman.
3: Jesse Plemons is like the new. He, I mean, he is like Philip, like the it's, new Mayo guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's the new like schlubby. He's, he, he's like the yeah. Dude. He's
3: like a jar of mayo on
2: screen. Yes,
0: the everyday kind of guy. That's why I love <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Here was the schlubby, chubby dude, and he's just a great actor. Jesse Plemons is very good. So, yeah, I, it's, it is a great movie, and uh, it should show up good at the Oscar. Speaking of which, Anthony, I did have this article. I wanted to ask you this Oscar question. Sure, there are things uh, I'm
3: watching by the way, so I can.
0: Comment. Okay, we we'll get into that, or you want to do that first? But I have an Oscar question.
3: I, I'll just say real quick. Uh, two things that I'll have Corona binge reports out yeah. for. Um, watched MLK FBI. It's a documentary oh. that probably will get. It's in the running for a documentary Oscar. It's about yeah. uh, how the FBI basically had Martin Luther King Jr. on their enemy list.
0: Dude, and, just like they had Malcolm X, and yeah. that's J. Edgar Hoover who yeah, Edgar is Hoover, in yeah. Mar- Martin Sheen did great in that.
3: Yeah, so I, I watched that. It was pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, you just find out that this isn't a, a spoiler, but you find out that they were really monitoring MLK's uh, deviant sexuality. Oh, shit. And they Wild. really wanted yeah. to expose him. So Holy shit. Uh, and then the movie I just saw the other day was uh, First Cow. So I watched that Oh, as well.
0: yeah. That came out a while March, ago, right? Yeah. Is that good? Uh, it's okay. It's a, okay, it's, an, I, it's an artsy movie. Okay. It's yeah, that was movie. getting buzzed for a while. It's all right. It's not for bad. the Oscars. I wouldn't
3: say most people probably would not like it.
0: I wouldn't have okay. liked it
3: a year and a half ago.
0: Uh at uh where at where is um uh Judas on Gold Derby?
3: Uh I think it's like eleven, ten. It's a, it's a fringe. It's it's it might make it, it Let's might not. Let's see
0: if it's moved up. It is now at twelve. Yeah. Just behind Sonamental, uh number one is still Nomad Land. So there's this article in the Hollywood Reporter, Anthony, yeah. and the gist of this article saying uh, this year's downbeat films make for apathetic Oscar voting. The quote from this article, a uh, longtime Academy member emailed this writer and said, the biggest contender this year is apathy. Oh, Many I've spoken with say they will pass on voting this year. And the article brings up the point that all these heavy top 10, 20 on Gold Derby, these movies this year, they're very doom and gloom. There's no like lighter option, no, slightly optimistic movie this year it makes the case that like you could have had hamilton but they went for a streaming release it was going to come out in the theaters um what are your thoughts do you think uh there's a lot of there's a lot of bummer movies though this year
1: uh i've been avoiding them just because Go ahead. like normally like in a normal world i would be like watching these things all the time because I, I like to have like some doom and gloom but I'm already, it's Corona. No, <laughs> yeah, there's no doom escape. And I can't I go out. I don't go out. I don't do anything. So I want to escape. There's no escape. I'm, I'm looking here. to escape. Yeah. Now, uh, that notwithstanding, I did get sucked into some doom and gloom, but I'll talk about, about that after Anthony okay. goes.
3: Uh, I would say, actually, I mean, the movies overall that are in contention, I wouldn't say they're doom and gloom. I think it's just the fact that it's COVID and yeah. Um, yeah. you're not getting the normal theatrical. There's a lot of movies that should have came out that didn't. You're not getting the normal theatrical experience, so I, I, overall, um, I think there's just a kind of a malaise towards this stuff. But I think also there's a lot more people watching these things because there's nothing else to watch. So that's true. I don't think I I wouldn't label ever. I, I couldn't say they're, they're pretty wildly. I mean, there's there's some that are similar, but like a general tone for being all of these being doom and gloom is is not the case, in my opinion.
0: Well, the, the other issue this brings up, if many of the voters, like, this guy says they're going to pass, how is that going to affect the results? Yeah, I mean, that
3: that's always a thing from what I've read, is that uh, mostly, a lot of these guys don't even watch all the movies. So Wow. That, really? That's a, yeah, that's a thing. So, because these companies, like, uh, they send out screeners, and then yeah. they, like, push hard on some movies and not others. So, if you don't, you know, it's, I think... Not everyone wants to see every movie, so if they don't go out of their way to see it and they don't know about it, then fucks you up. Know what? Fuck, Fuck
0: up. the Oscars. We have a better representation over with Gerald Morris on two peas with the Golden <laughs> Peas Awards. That'll be a lot more accurate uh, award-giving. I don't know. Golden, <laughs> peas. Golden <laughs> peas. Golden Peas. Uh, Minari coming out soon. You excited to check that out, Anthony? Yeah, I bought a screening. It yeah, came this out this is,
3: it came out this weekend but uh, they're doing uh, only in theater and virtual screenings.
0: It's very interesting. it's a24 right is the yeah, company and a24. if you go to their website, you can uh, it's all it's like every day at 6 p.m. But a lot of them are sold out, and then it will be on VOD, I guess, later. Yeah, after this. I think yeah. Like
3: after that they'll do VOD, but I got in on a
0: screening, so I'll be nice. watching that. Oh, man, I can't! I really want to see that one. But even more than Nomadland, which seems like it'll be good, but maybe a little slow and boring. Nomadland, from
3: what I gather, is going to be a very artsy movie. All the critics ah. will love it. I don't. We'll see if the fans like it.
0: It's got real nomads in it, apparently. Yeah. Yeah actual Real no, man. Yes. Real no man. Actual no. Sure. Sure. Why not? What? Uh Rugs, what have you been watching?
1: Well, uh I fin- finally finished Kingdom. I watched 3 Eagle. seasons of it. Um one season was like 20 episodes long, whoa, so whoa. it was almost like watching 4 seasons <laughs> of Jesus, it. Jesus, that's like a CW show. Um it Listen, uh I think the acting in it is incredible. Really really good for TV acting. Um I didn't know what the show was, was going to be Worth watching. And there was, there is sometimes what they do time jumps where they don't address what happened last season from season to season. Ooh. There's t- there's times that they have this thread. And I think that, uh, they, uh, were abruptly cut off in the, f- like after that, uh, third season. Oh. And so they didn't get to end it like they were supposed to end it. And I hope that people watch it enough on Netflix that, um, it get, garners enough uh, attention that they'll do another season because I would really like to watch it. Um, Frank Grillo, a guy that you played fucking cross Crossbones, is in it, yeah. and he's fucking great as like a macho gym owner who has two sons that he gets into the fight game, and he's just an asshole to them. And he's a drunk all the time, and he's fucking always on fucking some kind of HGH or whatever. Is he doing his fighting or it's stunt double. Listen, they got I, this is the thing. All the people that are in the show are not MMA fighters. Ooh. But they have fucking cauliflower ear makeup that looks fucking convincing. And they fucking, these are all like actors from like Friday Night Lights. Like, I don't even know, like half. And they all fucking convincingly put on this thing. I was convinced that they were fucking legit. I I thought they were fighters that became actors. I didn't know that they were actors pretending to be fighters. So that's how much, like, they were cutting weight. They're getting, they're dropping weight. They were doing all this stuff. And it's a really dark show. It has some of the most horrible shit I've ever seen <laughs> um, ever. Um, I mean, not ever, but like, I some horrible shit, like just like, you know, gut wrenching shit. And um, yeah, I fucking I fucking was like, oh, this show is is um, way better than I, th- I I thought it was going to be. Uh, is it the best thing I've seen? No. But I mean, just on a show that you've never fucking heard of yeah. that came out on direct TV only um that who the fuck knows how much this thing cost i was like oh i want to see what after i watched the show i was like i want to see what this guy does next um the guy who who belasco uh so i i'd say check it out if you are if you have any kind of passing interest in watching guys be macho and um taking lots of drugs <laughs> and just fucking putting your ha- i mean it's depressing a lot of the time but it's also um just it's just fucking well acted and it it, it does end, end up uh end up sucking you in i, I, uh,
0: th- I, I see a lot of the, people are saying it's a very underrated hmm. show yeah so um
1: the next thing i watched as i rewatched brick which from ryan johnson oh, it's the first
0: movie i was going to watch it's that first, it's on it's amazon it's on amazon
1: yeah. and i was like oh shit i got to watch this again because i watched it and i don't remember it that well How was it jgl is in there yeah i mean basically what it is it's just a uh like a A 1930s, like, noir film, like, you know, a gumshoe trying to solve a crime type thing, Um, but it's set in a high school. So the script, like, they're going, they're actually talking, like, 1930s characters, like, you know, like, and it's kind of, like, jarring at first, but then, like, you know, you kind of, like, watch it, and it's fine, it's fun, you know, It's, it's, like, not... It's uh, some people are like, oh, it's so brilliant, but I was like, yeah, like knives like, you know, out a little bit. I feel like it's like it, it, it's a lot like watching a Broadway show or something, oh, a you stage know, like, show a stage show or yeah, like a play. It's, it's a lot I like Allen that. Loves
0: this movie. It's his favorite. Yeah, Ryan I mean, Johnson it's not movie.
1: bad. It's good. I, I I think it's very good. I think that all everybody who's in it is, is good. You can check it out. And there's some fun. There's a funny to me. There's my favorite thing in the whole movie is uh, the the main bad guy, yeah. and um. I'm gonna spoil it, oh oh, hold on, because it's just yeah. Go ahead, oh, wait, 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 wait. okay, go. I'm gonna spoil it, but there's just one scene, all right, where um, where JGL's got to meet up with the fucking main bad guy, and uh, it, you know, in in like a a real noir movie, he'd pull up in like some fucking limousine, but they pull up in like a minivan, <laughs> <laughs> and then like uh, he gets in the minivan. And then in the minivan, like, he can't even stand up in the minivan. So he's, like, hunched over. And then, like, the bad guy sitting in, like, the back seat of the minivan. But there's just for no apparent reason... Just for the setting of mood, there's just a lamp in there. <laughs> okay. Like a lamp to make it look like it's in an, like an official like limousine yeah. or something. Okay. It's just fucking hilarious. So that's
0: my favorite part of the lamp. <laughs> Okay. The lamp in the limousine is the best part. <laughs> this is yes. from 2005. So it's his, yeah. uh, Ryan Johnson's. Debut. I would say
1: check it out. If you like a fucking gumshoe nineteen thirties tale yeah. of uh, you know, investigation, uh check it out.
0: Okie dokie. Anything else, anybody? Uh, I did see other stuff, but I don't remember. <laughs> great. Save uh, it for next time. Yeah, no, no, I'm good. All right, that's good. Rugs, where can the people find you online? You can find me uh, trying to uh,
1: not... Not funny. ...post anything that's... <laughs> not <laughs> funny. To not, ...not post anything so going to get me fired from great. this oh, podcast. Yes.
0: Uh, but now I... I, I feel like I just dance a rug boy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, listener, use hashtag impeach Imron. At really rug boy. <laughs>
2: At Back. really rug
0: boy on Twitter. Our most popular hashtag, hashtag impeach Imran. Use it, spread it, get it around. Also spread this show, listener, tell a friend. Uh, word of mouth is the best way to help us get new listeners. Tell one person, text one person, give them one of these. Jogging nerd. And it'll be great. Thanks for listening to the Jogging Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the chuck. He's a nerd. We'll peep pee you next time. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy.
3: I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah me, me too. too.
1: Get the fuck out.
3: Fucking fitness.
1: Chucky
0: e. nerd.